0: Hello and welcome to the Middlesex County Cricket League podcast. My name's Dan Hough from Twickenham. Very pleased to be talking to you after a fair amount of cricket in week two. And that wasn't something I thought I was going to be saying when I looked out of my window at about seven o'clock on Saturday morning and the rain came down. So we do have a bit to discuss. And as usual, I'm here with um, Sal Alley from North London. Hi, Sal. You good?
1: I'm good, Dan. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. I'm, I'm being optimistic. I'm looking forward to the week ahead. This term next week, we you know, back in our clubhouses mingling with our sort of fellow club members. So that's a positive to look forward to. So yeah, I'm really, really optimistic. Forget the weather. Let's think about you know everything good that's going to
2: happen. Next that is a,
0: a real positive, and it's worth noting the Eurovision Song Contest is coming. And I'm not a particular aficionado, but at Twickenham it is always a massive event where people come back from cricket and, and and cheer for songs that are truly ludicrous. So that that could be happening. It's just occurred to me <laughs> mentioned that. Yeah. The, The things you look forward to after you've been in lockdown for months and months, eh? Um, Thirdly, really pleased to to welcome a a podcast debutante, um, but somebody who is very well known uh, in Middlesex cricketing circles, um, Cheetan Patel from Hornsey. Cheetan, good to see you. Good to meet you both. You well? Great that you could come on board. We're going to have a chat about where Hornsey are at at the moment uh, in, in, in due course. And of course, Hornsey are doing pretty well. Um, certainly the ones doing pretty well and um, you're part of that story at the moment, uh, Chetan. You're, 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 you're a regular first team member after how many seasons now of competitive cricket?
2: Um, I think this is my 32nd league season. I had wow. the Covid year off. Um, but 32nd year of, of league cricket and uh, um, yeah, I don't know how I ended up in the first team. I think we were just short the first two weeks and I, I, I've i got a car and I know the league rules. So I, I think that's what happened. I think knowing the league rules is never
0: something to be underestimated when you've got Duck with Lewis Stern in the game. And, um, and um, it can't be going, as I said, too badly because two games, two wins, top of the league. Um, it certainly looks like. Have you contributed anything to that? Or should I not ask? Has it been others who've been scoring all um, runs?
2: Sh- sh- should we go next question? No, yeah, uh, we'll move on. We'll move on. Didn't
0: know you to deal with uh, that. We've we played
2: twice. Um, I've batted once and I've scored two whole runs. But I've been very, very vocal in the field. Great. So, Mr. Motivator in the field, every team needs one. But as I say, two games, two wins. it's working, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a good start, the, 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 you know, the start that you always look for, obviously. Uh, we, you know, we set out at the beginning of the season. Um, uh, we're pretty good normally in the 45-over format and, um, you know, we, we want to be ahead. You know, the goal is to get four or five out of the first five uh, and be up there. And I think, you know, it becomes a habit and the momentum carries us through so, so far so good because
0: we were talking in previous weeks about sides who are better in one format of the game and certainly at twickenham we better in the in the in the longer format for, for whatever reason What? why is it you think you're better in the in the shorter form or, or the the the, the um, limited overs format
2: yeah. i i hope that's going to change this year um um i think it's because we've always had uh you know uh, in, enough bowling i think is 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 the point right for the for the limited over stuff right okay whereas uh, so there's been a bit of bowling in depth. And I think the reason we're probably going to be OK in the time stuff is uh, over the winter, we picked up um, two or three spinners that are probably going to be first team spinners. And that's something we've lacked for as long as I've been at the club, really. So uh, to have two or three good spinners in the in, in the, uh, the change room make a big difference in the time games.
0: Sounds plausible to me because you've always had a strong bowling attack. Or since the last two or three years, haven't you? The fast bowling's always looked pretty good. So... Um... That, that that could really be useful in in the charge yeah, for the yeah, Premier
2: League. Yeah, They're still all there, and then we just added. Um, well, we added three spinners to it now. So uh, the skipper Jack Jack's going to have some uh, selection issues come this week. Uh, I'll probably be in the twos.
0: <laughs> Kick the bowlers and drop the batsman. He's not really done anything mm-hmm. wrong. Typical. I've heard that myself many a time, but. Um... Cool. We'll get to Division One in a minute, but we we generally start with the Prem. Sal, um, we've had quite a lot of interesting cricket in the Prem over the last um, twenty four hours. We're recording on on Sunday evening here. What do we need to know?
1: Well, we we had a full round of fixtures which was really good to see of, of, after last week, and uh, some good results for for sides who look to sort of make make themselves a title contenders. Ealing beating Bronze. Actually, it must be the first time ever they've had a league game not played at their home ground. They actually played at I think it's Pope's Field Lane. They're having their ground. Um, the ground's been sort of... Square's been relayed apparently and it's not ready yet so they had to play their game at, another, at another ground. So, I, I, I asked, I've got vested interest, we
0: played them in the Middlesex Cup um, it, on the last Sunday in, in May. Is that, is that likely to be elsewhere as well or don't you know?
1: I mean, originally I thought they should really, by the time the season starts, so they can't be too far away but, you know, they obviously had to play um, at another ground this weekend so... It could be, who knows? It could be a week, two weeks, but I imagine it should be done by end of May, I think, because it's been going on for quite a while, I think, now. So, um, but you know, obviously, it must have been quite a different experience for these guys to play at more not not a proper ground in some ways, in terms of like a, I am um, not sure if it's like a playing field where they played, but it's obviously not a, a club of of of, you know, of the league's um, sort of standard, I imagine. So, but is it a close game in terms of a? Low-scoring game. bronze 8 89 all out and Ealing got it from five down and it was one of the old stages we're going to talk about later on. So David Holtz back in the side. Ex-captain. Won the league. Been this it, done it. He scored a very important 20 runs which enabled Ealing to get home by five wickets. And uh, two other sides we were unbeaten. Northampton 6 are our fancies for the title beginning of the season. They come to beat be Finchley. Well, like Finchley were at 1.170 for two I think. And then were 187 for eight. Mm. So bit of a collapse there in how they went and then Northman have got a newcomer guy I think Tom Heathfield who opened a bat and got 78 and another we won't call him old but I'm sure he won't mind me called like a veteran status Evan Flowers scored a 50. Um, a club that Chetter knows very well Crouch End again two out of two for them now they're, they're obviously making an impact in the league beating Hampstead um, two of their guys who who like to get them a bit had a big impact in the game Jalpesh VJ hit a quick 13 like 14 balls and then and Diaz came in at 70, so they got a five-wicket win. And um, Richmond scraped home by six runs. It was a game of two guys getting 90s. Uh, Captain Will Phillips, who um, I think might have got 100 there last year as well, so obviously he liked playing against the Bush, hit 94 in Richmond, 201. And then George Collins looked to be taking this side to victory, um, hit 92 and then was run out, and they fell short by six runs, which will be a bit of a disappointment. Same thing happened last week almost, so obviously you've got next week, I think, Dan. So... They may be looking for some kind of um, way to get the season going. So you know that was a, a good win for Richmond. And finally, at the green, Teddington, which I think was a good score. I we spoke about it yesterday, Dan. I think two fifty plus at your grounds is it a very good innings? It's a, a good score to sort of chase down. And ultimately, despite Neville tall, but you know, hitting the ball everywhere. I did watch a video of, of his innings yesterday. You know, was it a 40 odd ball? He hit seventy-nine. Looked like would take the game away from you. But again, another. I won't call him old, but, you know, sort of a wily cricketer to James Keatley. yeah. Yeah, was Evergreen. James Keatley, four forty-two. I mean, I think his first field went for 20, and the rest of them, obviously, were, were miserly, and he, he he had a big impact. And I think have got news, um, South African play who kept him. Peter Daniel, Daniel hit 86 in, in their game. So, it's, you know, it's only two games gone, but we've got two sides at the top, Ealing and North Middlesex, who, again, have been there before, and, We'll be looking to sort of stay there for the rest of the season, and we've got our whippersnappers Crouch End snapping away at their heels again. Uh, as you mentioned, a club that chetton started his career, is that correct? chetton
2: yeah, I joined there a long, long time ago. Um, I think it was 1980 uh, I joined uh Calthorpe, not Crouch End as it was called then. Um, and I um, was eight years old, I stayed there till I was about 16 or 17. Um, um Calthorpe at the time didn't play any league cricket, it was all friendly cricket, Saturday and Sunday, that's all we ever played. Um, and I was playing in the Middlesex sort of youth setup up um, and some some stuff in the Middlesex twos team, and uh, the coach said, uh, probably quite rightly, that I had to play league cricket on a Saturday. Um, and so I had to, had to make the move, and uh, I was, uh, also I live in Crouch End, Hornsey area, and still do. Um, and so I was toying between Hornsey, uh, North Mid, uh, and Winchmore Hill, um, and... Um, I ended up at Hornsey and I've been there ever since, as I said, it was my 32nd season, believe it or not, but uh, yeah, Crouch have done fantastically, Um, you know, for a club that was playing uh, just friendly cricket to playing Premier cricket now, Uh, and and I know that the chaps have been on on, on this podcast, I think, a couple of years ago, Uh, but I've just been winning the league year after year after year after year, Um, and uh, I know they've recruited well again off-season, they've started well again, so I, uh, I know how ambitious they are and how hungry they are to win the Prem this year. Well, you can see the club's doing well. Um, we'll get onto this a bit
1: later.
0: But I looked at how many sides now have got uh, a maximum across the whole league, all tiers, uh, a maximum two wins out of two, which is not that straightforward when there's so much rain about. And Krychanevans two threes. They, they've both. They've all three teams got, um, got got twenty points. So as a club, they have uh, they've started strongly, and um, that's not for most of us a massive surprise because clearly they've been on this upward curve for for a while now, and they are um, that th- they've started really well. Sal, I was going to ask you about about Ealing there because, I mean, Over said last week that he felt that uh, Bronsbury's bowling was, was pretty good. And if you, if you look at nine Doshi again, 10 overs, 5 maidens, uh, 17 runs, you know, very tough to score off. Um, and it looks like they really did turn the screw a bit. 13 for three um, at one stage, Ealing chasing a, a low total. So, does it, is this a simple story? of When Bronsbury get their act together with the bat, and, and, and Overs admitted this last week, but when they do it, they're going to be actually pretty competitive in that division. But the, the big question is when when will those runs start coming, right?
1: That's going to be the concern, isn't it? I mean, yeah, as you said last week, a good, good attack. The Wilkinson brothers got nine doshi, and it's obviously a slight concern. In fact, they're not posting totals that are making their bowlers have a chance of, you know, bowling sides out or containing sides. So, that will be a slight concern, but he did mention he's got you know three or four guys who've just come from I think Cheshire, so maybe they're just taking time to get used to the actual league itself and different pitches, different grounds, etc. So you know, met, after that bedding in process takes place, then they may sort of you know look to, to sort of kick on and, and get some games where they sort of post big scores, and you know as you know it's. Uh, it's so important that you can get a total and, and make sides, obviously, work hard to get them runs or actually bowl them out. So, yeah, that's some something they I'm sure they'll be thinking about and talking about within the ranks. Yeah, they I mean, got a
0: nice easy one next week, haven't they? I don't know if you see the fixtures.
1: Just going to look at them Teddington. now, actually. So, and yeah. Teddington. Okay. So, they keep coming.
0: <laughs> they they got a pretty tough start to the season. But, um, I mean, I the, the game yesterday was quite interesting because Teddington were, um, I thought, very... And I saw quite a lot of it because, unfortunately, my third level game was... Uh, was postponed early in the morning, so so I, I sort of um, saw most of the day. And, and telling them were very professional. Really, they um, that they they batted well. Uh, our track is going. I think there'll be a few more rounds this year than there were last. And our our track um, they bat, they used it well. They 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 rotated the strike impressively. And two hundred and fifty was a good score. Like you said, I think it was probably about thirty too many, and we said so. halfway, well, we said so. Those of us on the veranda, us all-knowing old farts on the veranda, mm-hmm. uh, we, we reckoned it was probably a few too many. And they bowled as a unit really well in in um, in overs cricket, and they keep their composure, and that was the one thing that really struck me because Neville Tolbert went absolutely bonkers as, as he does, uh, and he scored at you know a strike rate of two hundred, and James Keatley came on and he smacked him for a big six over the trees and a four, and Keats were, didn't didn't really bat an I did and carried on and. Once he got Tolbert, um, we really struggled. They 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 throttled us, and we, we just couldn't get things going. And um, before we knew it, you know, all the, the advantages we'd had with the run rate from from Neville Tolbert just just you know they they eked away, and they won ultimately quite convincingly by fifty odd runs. So Teddington, unsurprisingly to me, looked like they're going to be um, yeah they're going to be a tough nut to crack. So uh Bronsbury will will have a will have a challenge on the hands. But with with doshi and people like that around, then um that they, they give themselves a chance, don't they?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean what you make is a good point there about having someone at start the things who actually gets to sort of you know score and gets the sort of scoreboard rolling. It's important that somebody comes in and, and maintains that. So Crouch and good example, you know, Jalfest yesterday he, he hit a quick thirty, but then they had someone who came in afterwards and kept momentum going and able to get you know get them over the line in the end. Whereas, you know, if you if do get stuck in the mud kind of thing and, and everyone's dry up and the bowling team gets on top of it, it's very tricky. But, I mean, yesterday again, Keith Lee that was ideal condition for him. You know, he bowls wicket to wicket. You know, he's a very canny cricketer. You know, as you said, he won't get phased by getting here for a 360 by tour. But, you know, he knows that eventually if he bowls one, does a little bit of the ball, he will, he'll he'll make the breakthrough. And he did in the end. And I think his spell and, and the left armor who came at the end, Abdullah Nazir, obviously bought pretty well as well so you know it, it does show you've got the young young guys paid for all two to come on as your fourth change it's not it's not a bad bad sort of well, no one got grip with him he w- he was turning it a long way yeah.
0: and um he had his field yeah. set right of course he's a left armor and so everybody was trying to play with the spin which is what you're always taught to do but no gaps and and it and it just strangled us ultimately and um and you know eventually got to try and score the runs and 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 that 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 the downfall of a few of the guys but there we go you, you know that they're a good team Teddington and we we know that so it was no surprise one theme that's coming up here though Sal I mean you know Chetton's playing in the first team at Hornsey after after 32 years which is very impressive David Holt you know uh, Holt he's retired a few times uh, and and he's back and I'm not sure what the circumstances were yesterday but he only scored 20 not out but that was a pretty significant 20 not out I'd have thought right
1: definitely I mean he's, I know he's played pre-season I think he got 100 he actually oh, he pre-season okay. games so yeah, yeah. Um, so he's definitely, obviously, I know he's, he's had a child, he always got another one. But I know the child must be at that age now, where you know, like your kids, you can kind of sip out for a day of cricket now. Um, so maybe he's able to get out more and and contribute. And he's he'll, obviously he's shown he's still good enough to play. And also, still that Lee Parlin yes, on in, on the score, on the team's team ball, So you know, I imagine he, yeah. Yeah. no. So obviously they've called up you know the experienced guys to sort of you know help some of the, some of the players, and it's worked yeah. well. I so like Holty's strike rate twenty five point six. <laughs> it's a proper strike, mate. Well, if you've got Ollie Wilkins inside, yeah. so you don't have to do, go, you know, run over, do you? Because he, he just does he it just himself, just doesn't he? He just to kingdom come. But uh, I like that yeah. 25.6. is a proper strike.
2: He's batting in the middle order now, Ollie, isn't he? No, not not at the top.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah. um, He's five, I think. Is that right, Sam? Five, six?
1: Yeah, he's coming at five. Yeah. So something like maybe sort of new new tactics they've sort of started to use, maybe. But, yeah, he's coming at five. You're talking month. about
2: Tellington. We've got them in the first round of the League Cup. So that'd be fun for us. Yeah.
1: Don't ask who drew that. <laughs> yeah. 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 that's drew... certain. Yeah. A...
0: <laughs> sorry. sorry about that one. Yeah. <laughs> then again, we, we drew Ealing, you know, we drew, what did we drew? We drew Ealing you know, e- in the 2020, I think, didn't we? Is that right? Any... Oh,
1: you, you got in the oh cup that was it. Well. Yeah, yeah. So, you, we, you know, and... or, yeah.
0: you know we, we certainly didn't help our help ourselves there. But yeah, okay. Um,
1: Sorry about that. One. I
2: think the good thing is for us, is I think we're, we've drawn it home, I think. So that's not a bad thing. At least, at least they've come to us. We don't have to go all that way for it.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Well, also the national game I think today was abandoned, so you know they may look at certain priorities during the season, and you know hopefully for you guys they may just think you know it's one cup too many to be competing for, and you yeah. know you may get through the sort of like twos and threes turn up.
0: And what, last one on the on the prem, Sal. What, what do you make of shepherds Bush then? Because you know to, to, I mean I I always thought they had they've got quite a lot about them. They, they look to me like they got some you know a pretty sturdy batting lineup. And they've got a bowling line certainly like Steve Barnard if he plays he bowls a heavy ball and I think he's mm. quite he's 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 got something to him but he's clearly not the only one they've got two blow fields there yet yeah, they played two lost two yeah. what, what's going on there
1: I don't think it sort of you know the table never lies I'd say but in in their situation they'd they would be very unlucky in both fair. Games. yeah yeah it's, yeah I mean they've been very unfortunate to actually to lose both games and this, last week I watched it they, could, they should they could have won that game and today yesterday's game against. Richmond who are who are a good side as you mentioned last week and they've got a fantastic player will Phillips, who's going to score a load of runs this season. Um they almost I mean I wouldn't say they threw the game away but it was the run out for the for the for the wicket of collins who scored all the runs was probably one was you think you know was it necessary to run the two that they needed at the time probably not so in hindsight they might look back and certain sort of key decision have gone against them. They did have Ramon Bailey back yesterday a young bowler we spoke about last week and he took three wickets. So I I, I definitely think you know they're going to be moving on the table in the next few weeks I think there's too much quality in that side for them to be you know, looking at the lower end of the table compared to the yeah. top half
0: I mean I think it, it, it often makes sense in my mind to have a look after five weeks let's get the first round of these um, limited overs games and, th- and then you've got a fair idea where, where, where people stand um, that's something
2: doesn't it yep yeah.
0: yep yeah. if we're moving to, che- uh, to Division 1 we might as well start at the top Chetan with Hornsey you, you guys beat Brenton by 56 runs right was it that, that sounds relatively comfortable is that the way you saw it
2: yeah. Um. Well, we, yeah, it, it was in the end. Um, we got what did we get? 183. I think we were bowled out in the last over. Um, <clears throat> we had a pretty good start actually. Um, uh, we were 50 for north about 10 overs, and then, uh, um, I'm not sure the chap's name, but um, a, a, a young Seema came on and got seven for. Uh, someone I've not seen before, I've not played against him before, but he got seven for not very many. Um. And anyway, got 180 odd, um, debutant, uh, a new player for us, a chap called Alex Hornsby, who's not played for a season, but prior to that, was playing Prem Cricket in Lincolnshire. Just moved into the area. Um, so, yeah, f- first game for the club and really he got sort of 76, I think, from memory. Um, uh, um, it's a shame none of the rest of us applied ourselves, uh, uh, otherwise we could have kicked on to over 200, but great debut for him. So, getting 180 was good. Um, but the 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 bowlers really really did well in the conditions. Um, um it was it was strange actually. The ball didn't swing the foot in our at all. Uh, and then when we went to bowl, um the um uh, the sun came out the ball started wobbling around and uh a seam attack of Arthur George and Jack, uh, Jack Bruce, who's captaining this year, um just didn't give him anything. I think after about ten overs I had about ten or twelve runs. Mm. Um so we were we were on top from the beginning and uh wickets the rain came I think they were seventy odd for six, um, needing double that on the Duckworth-Lewis piece. But, no, I was going to uh, ask
0: you about that because the game ended after 27.2 and I assume that was because the rain ruined it. That's right, you did not yeah, go... But, yeah, it was okay.
2: a huge downpour port around, you know, around then and uh, um, whilst the strip was dry, everything else was soaked. So, uh, we didn't get back out there, um, but Duckworth-Lewis said at that point they needed to be on double the score they were on, actually. Um, so we were always ahead. Um, it might have been interesting it gone the distance because they only really needed six and over, but they were six down, but they still had two yeah. decent enough batsmen at the, at the crease, but um, I felt we might have edged it, even if it had, had it gone the distance. I think six and so over in just, those conditions is it's
0: it's much... Way Pardon? Yeah, so six and over in those conditions is actually much harder than people think. You know, the, the, yeah. the, the outfield's um, not going to give you much, is it? The ball's not going to fly away to the boundary, and I think, you know, you're under the cosh, so... Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, and, then, and we were probably... Just one more wicket away from being open our way, but you know, you still had to get it. But um, no, I think we would have got over the line either way. The, the bowlers had a really good day yesterday, which is fantastic. Um, and um, yeah, so it's a good start to the season. You know, you, you want to start well, and get the momentum. You talked about it settling at the sort of after five weeks in. Well, I think you start believing yourself when you've got one, four, or five out of five, haven't you? Uh, and so that's what you know. Obviously, we're going game by game, week by week. Um, uh, we got a tough one. Acton are always a tough game for us. And we have them um at home on Saturday.
0: Mm-hmm. so talk to you about Osama Alam, the guy who got seven for twenty eight he's um he's new in the league this year, and I, I obviously know very little about him um what does he do? is he a quickie
2: yeah see yeah um he um he actually bowled first change um but he changed the game um um you had um yeah Matt Lowen at one end and and, and, and y- y- Yogi Prabhu at the other, who who have opened for Brentham for years. Yeah. Uh, and this chap came on and got three for in the first few overs and started changing whole innings. Um, but um, I didn't face him because I uh, didn't hang around long enough. Um, but um, um, <laughs> That's the best of us, don't worry. Been there many times. Um, but but um, you know every time um, the skipper threw the ball to him, he he came up with some wickets and he finished with a with a with a seventh for very not many. Um, and not only that, he. I think he top scored for them too, he came in at about five um He's certainly a bowler um but uh he hit the ball um a long way he he yeah, run the a ball, ball twenty three right yeah. square right in the middle of the square and uh I've never seen the ball sort of maybe a couple of times um hit our pavilion um I think the last person I think I, I hit at Pavilion was an overseas player, Sean Solly, who went on to play for Auckland. Well, he still does play for Auckland, actually. Um, but he, he, he hit the top of the scoreboard from the middle of the strip, which was uh, a fair whack. Um, so we, we had to see the back of him, actually, because uh, he looked quite but dangerous. Is he overseas, do you know? Well, not, I, I could look this up, actually, but I, I don't know. I, or... You know, I really don't know because um, okay. it rained and we're not in the Pavilion and everything else. Everyone sort of disappeared, unfortunately. So we didn't get a chance to have a chat with him, apart from say, well, bold. Yep. Um, I don't think he's an overseas, um, but, I, uh, but uh, you know, he's certainly good signing for them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We'll keep an eye on him. That's, a, that's, that's a, a, you know, seven
0: for 28 is decent in anyone's book. Um, respect you. I did have a question. Matt Lowen. Now, he has been around a long time, but in close games, did he have? Now, this may have been because um, things, you know, um, it, it, perhaps the wicketkeeper couldn't stop the ball. and there was a number of fives in this, but 17 wides, that's unlike him.
2: What's what's yeah, very there? unlike him um, very very unlike him um it would have been perfect had he been bowling to a left hander um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but uh yeah I, I think the first over of the game uh, probably set the tone for him I think there was three or four wides he opened the bowling and there was three or four wides uh, I probably uh, he'd probably not bowl seventeen wides the rest of the season yes. not like him at all uh, but very handy for us obviously because uh, uh, seventeen wides uh, I think there was a fair few wides I think there was probably about thirty odd extras might have been third top score for us yeah,
0: 25 wides yeah 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 and of course you get uh, extra balls as well don't you which um yeah. which you can use i mean the reason i mention it is because matt lowen's a good quality bowler we know that and, and it just goes to show that when um you know when your rhythm's not quite there and particularly yeah. with the leg side rules as they are then um, these wides can really hit you
2: yeah absolutely i mean everything down you know it's like every, anything down the leg side is wide and uh um uh, it's just one of those things i guess i'm sure I'll be back to normal on saturday
0: absolutely You've got to move on You've got no choice have you in the end um so what do you make of the other results, um, um, Chit? And I, I, I imagine you've not really had much chance to look at these in any great detail. But Harrison Marys came through against Acton. And as you said, Acton are a nuggety side. I always say this. I think they're a tough team to beat. But Harrison Marys, after a, after a ropey week one, they they needed to um, they needed to come yeah. back and, and hit the ground running, didn't
2: they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I thought that – I think um, – I think I said this to you a few weeks ago – I think the uh, – the th- three or four main sides, or the four main sides, I think who are going to do well this year would be um, Harris at Marys, obviously having come down from the Premier before last. Uh, Stanmore as well, obviously, and Stanmore have a tough start, obviously, um, but um, but I know they're a strong side and they'll be a uh, um, hot hot favourites to go back up and eager to go back up uh, to the Prem. Um, Acton are, are, are a good outfit, um, and uh, you know you, you, you know mentioned to you a couple of weeks ago, you know, we, we, we've managed to recruit a few people and we're always in the mix. So I hope that we're one of the, the four fighting for the top two spots. Um, but, uh, you know, from, from where we are, we were really happy that sort of uh, Harrison Murrays beat Acton. So, you know, no one else has sort of played 2-1-2, if you like. Um, but w- when, Wembley had a really good win yesterday, as well, I think. Um, I'm not sure what they were playing, but I remember them getting over the line. Who was that against? Well,
0: no, they, they lost, lost to but they won the week before. Oh, it was the
2: week before, yeah. sorry. Yeah, they
0: beat, they beat Stanmore. Yeah, the yeah. week before. Yeah, I mean, there are a few DLS scores around. Wembley were 236 for 7, which in 45 overs on a wet day strikes me as a decent score. But Osterley, they blitzed it and they were 187 for 6 of 26. So when the rains came, it sounds like it's pretty much the same. Scenario in terms of the number of overs in the game that you had, uh, Osterley were were well ahead and so they won by uh, one yeah, by they're another
2: team, actually. You know, I think a bit like us, actually, they can lose to anyone on their day but they can beat anyone on their day, too. Um, so actually, when I look at the teams, I wouldn't rule anybody out, really. I think it's all quite tight. Yeah. Um, you know, I think whilst Anmore, when they might be where they are at the moment, I think they're sort of up there in a good group, you know, good outfit, but I think the rest. It's going to depend on probably availability and uh, rubber the green
0: yeah, but even then Stanmore now sixteen points off the top, and you know it is early days, but I, I imagine that Tush and his guys were, were pretty frustrated yesterday. I know bad light came into it a little not sorry, but sorry the um, worries about rain came into it as much as rain itself, and yeah. there was a bit of hesitancy about playing, and in the end they, they didn't get enough in for it for a game at all. they were um about four and a half overs short, so uh, frustrating when you've got two thirty eight on the board and you, and you back yourself to, to both sides out but that's, that's the way cricket yeah, is. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm confident they'll come good. It's a long season, yeah. yeah. You only have to put three wins together and it all changes. Um, um, I'd be surprised if they're not in the mix uh, come the last two or three weeks of the season. Come late August, yeah. yeah.
0: And Sal, Absolutely. your, your neighbours at North London Highgate, they, they're up and running. They, um, they beat uh, Enfield. It was DLS, but it looks like they were not far from being home and hosed anyway, right? Enfield 130, Highgate 123 for five when when the
1: rain came. Did you follow that one at all? Um I kind of no, I was actually I couldn't get that one to that game, but yeah I did see the result afterwards and obviously um a player I mentioned earlier on Will Bowley had a big impact on that game. He hit forty yeah. odd I think in the chase. Um Made it quite a comfortable win in the end for Highgate, so they'll be pleased to get off the mark with their first fixture. Yeah, dangerous season. customer with Bowley,
0: and it, and when you're chasing 130, you know it, it helps to have a, a Neville Tolbert or a Will Bowley around, doesn't it? Because they can they can blow the thing apart very quickly. Whereas the likes of me and Chetan might have been a bit slower and and, and a bit more um, hesitant in going for it. But Bowley made sure they won at a canter yesterday, and and they'll be relieved about that, I think, right? Because they um they, they didn't do so well in week one.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, as Chetton mentioned, it's a tough division, isn't it? Lots of good sides in there. So, um, to get your first win in, to get the points on the board is obviously pleasing for anyone. So, they'll be quite relieved they're off the mark with a, with a win. And um, I think Enfield might find things tough this season. They're obviously, you know, they're not the side they were sort of two, three years ago. So, it could be quite a, a tough season for those yeah. guys at, at Lincoln Road. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, as I said, I think they're not the force they were. So, it could be... Uh, one where they're sort of trying to scrape as many points as they can together. It's go. not going to get
0: any easier for them as well. Enfield go to the Mahillian Sports Ground next week to play Harrison Marys, and um, that that's a tough place to go at the best of times. But when you're, you know, when you're struggling along, then then you know that is a real challenge. But as we've seen already, you know, Wem- Wembley put one over on Stanmore. Who's to say they won't be able to rise to the occasion? Um, we'll certainly uh, certainly keep a, a look at that. If we go to Division Two, South North London's Division. Um, what 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 happened there yesterday? Did North London get her? As, you, you won, didn't you?
1: We won, yeah. We it was another DLS game, but um, we we won quite comfortably in the end. We posted, you know, a decent score, two fifty plus. Um, Will Lake, one of our openers, scored a hundred, and then we had the guys sort of chipping in around him with sort thirties of and forties, and then we had them fall down. For we had the same rain that obviously Chetan had at his ground, so sort of obviously made its way to North, North London. So. Um, what they was well behind their rate from what it looks like from the scorecard, so it, it was a good win. Just as like you said, mentioning it's one of them games where you get someone who gets a hundred and can players can build around that player, and you know if you do, so you're going to post two fifty on most occasions, you know. So and we back our bowling to bowl most sides out, defending that, yeah, that two kind seventy of total. six so, on a, on a yeah, wet day. One. That's a that's a decent score. It's a decent score anyway. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah good yeah, win. Absolutely. And Southamsted, the only side in the division to have played two one two. They um, another DLS. Uh, um affected game but they they looked like they just about scrambled on at Barnes. yeah 182 for 9 versus 162 for 6 um so so
1: that was yeah that's that's a good chase i mean i was following the game at the clubhouse and um, and it, you know it wasn't it's never easy chasing sort of that kind of total in, in in sort of less overs games or reduced overs games and they've shown a bit of steel and metal about themselves you know which maybe you know people thought they never had so you know good effort by them um, in, in getting home against Barnes as we mentioned last week are oh, a tricky sort of side Dangerous to play against I so.
0: never really know what, what you're going to get there certainly in my experience but they they won in week one and I suspect their tails were up so it sounds like a, a proper game of cricket actually a really close and interesting one um, Uxbridge struggling again though Sal I see that the Middlesex Titans as they now are MTSSC um, beat them by five wickets so Uxbridge looking like it's going to be a long campaign
1: it is. And the, the the guy you mentioned who played against Chester yesterday at the line, he's actually come to Moxbridge, just had a quick look at, look at his stats and looked him up. So they've also lost some players. I mean, Amon Quadru's gone to Wickham House as well. So, you know, these guys who obviously take wickets and score runs have now left. So it's going to be a, a tough year for them. Um, hopefully doesn't get to the stage where they kind of lose, lose interest and... You know, have to sort of like just put out 11s out, just scraping together. It's an odd situation, um, isn't it? Because hopefully.
0: for those who don't know, Uxbridge yeah. are, are departing for for Pastures New next season. They're going to the Thames Valley League, and it must be a very strange experience playing playing your last season in a league. And I, you wouldn't want to finish on a low, but um, it, it looks like they are they are struggling a bit. And you know, I always think what a great ground, what a great place to play. They, they, they it's be a shame they leave
2: the league, really. It's always one of the favourite places to play. Yeah. Um. Um. And we, we've not played from from Hornchurch. So we've not played against them. So. For so many years, because we've always been in different divisions, um, but it's a fantastic place to play. It's a shame we're going to lose that ground out of the league.
0: Absolutely, yeah, uh, it really is. And um, you know, I mean, Ickenham went not so long ago, and Uxbridge are going down the same path. And I, um, I understand why. You know, the grass sometimes looks greener on the other side, but I, I think we need to need to make sure that we do all we can to keep um, keep our teams happy. Really, I don't know the Uxbridge story very well, but um, but it, it's just such a shame when when a strong county like Middlesex loses strong, loses strong clubs like that. Um, but there we go. Um, so, other games in that division, Wickham House and Indian Jim a sort of local derby over in our neck of the woods. Mm. Um, lots of runs there, Sal. Did you see the scores there?
1: Yeah, I did indeed. Yeah, we, we've got Wickham House next week, mm. so we'll keep an eye on that game as well. And, I mean, 2.93 at, at home as well. I mean, obviously, said some issues with their ground last year, so obviously the work that's been done has obviously made a massive impact on, on, on runs being scored there now. So, to post 2.93 or 41 overs as well, hey, um, there must be some.
2: We played then the week before um The league started, and they came full strength to us and uh they they're they're really up for it they 're really competitive uh, uh, a bunch of guys the skipper uh as uh, it seems like he 's done wonders and uh you know their ambition this year is so, is so focused to go up. I think they've done a bit of recruiting and they're very very keen. Mm. Um, I just, you, you can tell sometimes, I mean, they got there about two hours before we did, you know, for, the, for a home <laughs> game, right? Travelling from where they are. Uh, and they just showed for a friendly how keen they are this season. Well, it, I think yeah, no, In their division.
1: Definitely, definitely a dangerous side. Like you said, recruitment wise, they've, they've added some, you know, they've added Amon Quadri, who's a fantastic batsman from, um, Oxbridge to their ranks, so he's in the score runs week in, week out. And they've got, like you said, uh, some you know, useful cricketers, so dangerous side indeed. To, to last one of the games for. to
0: watch, then w- Wickham House against North London next week, because that really will be a decent enough marker as to uh, as to how some of the fancy sides in that division are going to pan out. I see Southampton travel to Park Road to play Uxbridge, so um, you know. Never a better time for Uxbridge to, to get back on the horse, as it were, and, and, and try and register a win, but that'll be a challenge. Southampton, another side, I think, Chetan, Just you just get a feel about them, that, that things are moving forward at a rate after having a few years where they, they didn't move forward, forward at all. In fact, they moved yeah. backwards. So um, they're definitely on the way back. Um, if we go into Division 3, um, then there's one team in Division 3 with a perfect record. That's Harrow Town. Um, so they played to... One two they won by eight wickets yesterday against Ealing Hanwellians or, or Hanwell in old money uh, they chased 124 got it pretty quickly 126 for two that's quite um quite impressive Ealing Trailfinders are, are closest to them um and Ealing Trailfinders uh they they beat um SKLP yesterday they they chased 136 so um things slowly starting to Take shape in in Division Three. Was there anything else you noticed in the lower division, Sal? That um, is worthy of a, worthy of a quick mention.
1: Also, well, give your one of your uh, early season your, your pre-season Absolutely. tips. Dan you mentioned your your team with a speak yeah. As if this was yeah. a wild
0: guess on my part, I can't believe it. What are you trying to infer?
1: <laughs> Yeah Who you he tipped up earlier on before season started? Of your with your hopes for promotion, in Division Six. Two wins yeah. out of two for them. Have you given some kind of motivational increasing oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Be I've been in twice a week. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've talked to them about the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, that division is really odd, though, because Division 6, there's been two games played in the whole division this season, and they've both involved Willow Leather, and they've both won. <laughs> so, Willow Leather are on 20, and then there are, what would it be? They're there going to be, so two teams are on three, and that would be then seven teams are on six. So, Willow Leather are 14 points clear already. Um, now, you don't, you don't go up in Uh, in May, but it's a decent start, isn't it? Decent way
1: to... I imagine, though, what might affect them is is where they play their games. Look at some... They they play at Regents Park, um, Boston Manor playing fields, Mill Hill playing fields. So, you know, if you've got these kind of park grounds or, you know, not linked to clubs, it's going to be a lot harder to get games on during the rain, I suppose. So, Obviously, Willow Lever must have some good groundsmen doing their ground doing at their, their place. Thing. Uh, yeah, get, yeah. yeah exactly. um, and yeah. it's, you know, they won pretty convincingly by eight wickets against Uthwing.
0: They're 77 versus 79 for two. So, uh, it was a quick game as well. So, I'm not sure the track necessarily was going to have been
2: wonderful there. But who, who knows? Talk, talking of groundsmen, we've got a new groundsman at Hornsley.
0: And how's that going? Uh-huh. Are you pleased with the wicket?
2: Yeah, so far so good. Um, uh, uh, Sal, you probably know that uh, we're sharing um, North Mid's old groundsmen... Um, Oz, as he's known to everybody, um, so mm. he's, he's 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 jumping over the fence between crouch end and Hornsey, and uh, he's doing a job share. Um, yeah, uh, and and uh, you know our I, I, I ground looks better than it has done for a few years, um, and and the wicket's certainly playing better. Uh, so so far so good. Great, great stuff.
1: Yeah. He's, he's, he's good groundsman, great character. Definitely a character. Um, very popular. Very popular in the court area. Everyone's big so, fans of his. Is and, there any groundsman who's not love. a character? That they are
0: a unique breed, aren't yeah. they? They really are. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. That's true. They
0: but, sure are. Mostly in a very lovable way, and I wouldn't do without them. That's for sure. The jobs they do is fantastic. Um, what I was going to say about that division, we had some feedback about Division 6, I should mention really. Nick Brown got in touch um, because North Holt Manor cried off in week one, and I made the comment that it's you know, not that usual that First elevens cry off. And of course, there was a reason for this. They couldn't get their ground. Um, so the, the reason that they that that game w- was was abandoned was because of a lack of a lack of a ground. So um, that was against Willow hit Willow Lever. So that's their other win. So um, so that's that that's why um, that that's one clarification on last week. It wasn't they couldn't get a team. It was that they that they had problems with the ground, which I guess is an occupational hazard that many of us will recognise. Actually, it's been a bit of a challenge this year. One thing was to about Division Five. Ealing Three Bridges are unbeaten there. But um, do you remember who I tipped to 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 win that division, Sal? Prairie no, Park, second. It's all clicking <laughs> into place here, fellas. All by luck, not judgment. <laughs> but, uh, but, <laughs> but... Obviously done your research. You give me too much credit, mate. You really do. So <laughs> Prairie Park got a game in yesterday. They beat Peshwa, 126 versus 127 uh, for seven. And Elin Bridges beat um, Swami that was, uh That looks like it was a quite a, a close game on, on, on Duckworth Lewis 163 or, or or did they have Duckworth Lewis in that division maybe it was runway I'm not sure 163 all out versus 89 for five and Ealing three bidges just about were on the right side of that when when the rain came down so uh, they are um, 20 out of 20 as well um, I mentioned at the beginning that it looks to me like some of the old guard are still going strong we mentioned Holty. We mentioned and playing first eleven cricket, which I really do think is great, in, 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 and at, at that level, after you know, it
2: it, it won't last, Dan. It won't last.
0: <laughs> You've had two games this season, which is two more than Sal and I are going to have.
2: Yeah, so um, so, so as, as soon as some of the uni, uni students are back and uh, everyone else works out, use their sat nav. I'll uh, I'll be back where I belong. You know, I'll wait till they're all off on holiday and all the rest <laughs> of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: festivals <will> start going. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, don't start me off on festivals.
0: Yeah. yeah. We'd best not go there, us three old codgers, because I'm sure we're not the type to go to these things. But Sal, you unearthed another really sort of you know oh, well-known um,
1: name who's still going strong. So we we put a call up, I think about two weeks ago, when you had Johan on the podcast about Sammy Hyder and was wondering what's happened to him. So a little bit of research. I had an email from his captain today as well. He's there from... So he's actually moved to London Tigers. Um, he's still going strong. He's doing that well. He took four for 35 yesterday, including the hat-trick. So... Sammy Hyde is still going strong in the league. Everyone will be pleased to hear. League legend. I mean, I was slightly concerned if it was him or not. Or actually, didn't think it was him because he batted number Blimey. nine. Um, Obviously, obviously, we, we, we've got him down as a rabbit number 11. So, obviously, he's done some work in lockdown on his batting. So, he's got promotion to number nine. But I don't think it's called a run. So, maybe. A bit I want to know more about the number but, 10 yeah. and 11. Who are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so he took a hat trick and he, yeah. So, so what's apparently, um, there's been a few changes at, from Harrowtown where some of the players are from there going to London Tigers, including the captain who's there, and he's one of the players that's gone across with them. So, the, their, their, their goal is to try and get as high as they can within the whole the structure of the league. So, yeah, good luck do, to um, London Tigers. Do you remember who I turned in Division 4? No, you can say London Tigers. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. Oh, yes.
1: I think I think you knew about Sam. You sure. But I tell you what: if I had have done, I'd have definitely picked them.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I had no idea he was playing there. No, remember it was because of our third eleven uh, hiring one of their grounds, that was the only thing, the only angle I could get. Yeah. So I'm pretty pleased with that.
1: No, yeah. Yeah, doing well down so far. As, as Napoleon once uh, "Better to be lucky um, than good." Um. Sure is. And and actually, one of Sammy's ex teammates, um, who I'm sure, that actually both actually played at Harrow Town and both played at Finchley. Um, Steve Blyton still going strong still twirling coming in from that short run up of his and you know taking with yesterday took a hat trick figures of 6 for 45 and, and as I said got a hat trick Saint like that like Sammy as well so the two two of them took 10 wickets between them in their respective games so Steve Blyton and Sammy shown how it's done chatting obviously no pressure you'd get 50 next week now mate because obviously <laughs> Well, you actually
2: know. we experienced hat-trick in the game last week as well unfortunately we the wrong end of it yeah. um i wasn't part of it luckily i was uh watching from the pavilion but uh another uh, harrison mary's uh lads uh, got a nice hat-trick against us as well so that's three well, hat-tricks in two weeks. And yeah
0: there's been a few hasn't there but i suppose it's hat-trick type weather isn't it there's going to be lbws in yeah. the game it's a bit green you, you you'd sort of think that if you're going to take him you'd take him around about now i actually spoke to george potter at the highgate threes Skipper very briefly about this, and he said it. He was really pleased because, um, you know, obviously Steve Blyton's a, a league legend in many ways, and uh, he said he's still a very easy man to captain. and And he said he was pleased at how pleased Steve was at taking a hat trick. You know, it, it still matters, and I thought that was nice because, uh, you know, even if we get a little bit older and a little bit sort of have a few more greyer hairs, you still play to win. You still play to do as much as you can. And good to see. I, you. I know
2: Steve for old uh, when he was at uh, Finchley, yep. and uh, I don't know where he was before Finchley, but I've known Steve a long time. Um, and um, he's always been a fierce competitor. And I, and I don't think, whilst your knees get creaky, I don't think that ever changes. And I think that's good. It shows that, it, you know,
0: in the end, you know, we're all dead and nothing matters. But while we're here, we might as well, you know, concentrate our minds and, and, and make a good go of it. And, and we will be playing Steve in a few weeks, actually, at Twickenham. So looking forward to, you know, just, to, you know, to pitting your, your wits against someone who you know has been there, done it, and bought 100 t shirts. So great stuff. Definitely. Um, Sal, you, you also noticed going on at AP as well. Um,
1: yes, yeah, so I'd cap off our theme of hat-tricks. A guy called Henry Oliver took five for 16, also included in the hat trick. So, one well done to Henry uh, at AP. So, he's mentioned it's, it's hat-trick weekend so far. not doesn't, doesn't it? Yeah, free, free, free this yep. weekend. That we know of. If there's more, obviously, let us know as well. We as I said you before,
0: guys. you know, we can't comment on anything if we don't know it happened. So, do get in touch with Sal or myself. Our numbers and, uh, and our email addresses are out there on the county league website, we'll, we'll gladly cover anything if we know it's there. Um Richmond 3's had a good day, so we always look for high scores and low scores, and we reckon that they probably had the top score of the day. Right? Is that is that? Yes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's only fair I will give the bad news from, all from the as <laughs> well. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously last week our fours had a great day at Fern Park. This week it was Richmond Three too, who scored three two three, and um, a player called Sammy Shory obviously scored the highest score of the day in all the divisions, one hundred sixty nine. One hundred sixty nine. up. a decent effort. Yeah. Not a bad, not a bad effort. So um, that was obviously far too much for our guys to chase down. So well done to Richmond and their and their third eleven in putting our boys to bed in quite easy in an easy manner. Yeah, I mean, I,
0: scores like that are always difficult to chase. But fair play to Richmond; they're they're doing pretty well. Um, certainly in the lower elevens, their thirds and their fifths are unbeaten. So two wins out of two. I had a quick quick look. There are twenty sides now that are, that have had two wins out of two. So we'll follow that until we get to the last man standing, as it were. Um, but Richmond threes and Richmond fives mm. are boasting the game. Chen ones, twos, and threes—they they're both played two one two. The mighty Willow Leather uh, as well. But there are plenty of others. Eight second elevens, uh, two are, are still there. So we'll, we'll keep a track on on when we get to um, when we get the single figures and when you know when we get the last team to have that unbeaten and that all winning record. Slightly more negative note: We've had our first points deduction of the season. Um, uh, Osterley twos have had five points uh, t- taken off them i, I assume it's because they, they they played a player um an overseas player who um they didn't register because of course in second level cricket you have to register your overseas players even if you don't have to register your um your, your non overseas players so never great to see um but uh, no, no doubt austerly will, will will come back and uh, and try and make up those five points as quick as they can folks we we've covered most of the stuff i think that we could given the dirt of cricket yesterday. Um, Chitan, anything you want to throw in? Any final
2: thoughts as we move on to week three? Uh, well, week is going to be different because, all being well, uh, we're going to be allowed to go in our clubhouses, yes, in our changing rooms, because uh, I've been thawing out by about Monday the last two weekends, having stood outside. For yeah. our... <laughs> uh, last week at House at Mary's, um, we left home at about half nine, and Ravi Ra- 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 Ra called whoever it was and said, don't leave just yet. As we were driving down the road, uh, so we got there. Couldn't go inside. Didn't go on the field till th- field till three. Oh. Uh, um, so um, and it rained. Obviously. So look, uh, next week a couple of couple of good things or three things. Are, uh, a we're going to go into change rooms, which is one of the reasons why I play cricket. So. Uh, <laughs> Going to change would be fantastic. We'd be able to go in the bar without having to sort of be chased out by Veronica, who who runs our bar, saying "Take your drinks and go outside." Um, and cricket teas are back. Another reason why I play. Yeah. Um, oh, you're mad after uh, our own heart there. <laughs> so cricket teas are back, and uh, that's one thing. One thing we're very proud of at Hornsey Cricket Club, um, and so they're, they're going to be back. So that, that's going to be very different. Um, and um, you know, as every week goes by, you know it starts to settle, doesn't it? So. um, you know there'll be teams to do three out of three and so on, right? Okay, yeah. so looking forward to it. looking forward to it. Absolutely,
0: sounds oh, exciting. Yeah, the weather we the weather's yeah. not looking great again, which is a bit of a bit of a downside. But the same, as you say, at least we can go inside, Chetham, We don't get wet. Yeah,
1: yeah. You <laughs> can go inside and watch Eurovision, can't we? Oh With yeah, bring so, it on. Mm. Not, so, yeah. Um, yeah, just to say, next week we we obviously the nationals started today. Mm. National Cup, which we've got a few sides entering, but barring I think Stanmore, who beat Shepherds Bush, say all the other games were rained off. So they'll take place again next week. So Stanmore progress to the last, I think it might I be 16 is, yeah. now. Um, I need to check that. Um, or 32, one or two. And next week also, we've got some MCCL sides in the Conference Cup, which is the old sort of spin-off from the Even Standard and now Merger to Bertie Joel. So we've got some, I'm not sure if to take part in that. Do they chat in the Conference Cup?
2: I don't think we're in that anymore. Um, we've just oh, struggled okay. to get team out on a Sunday. So no, we're just doing the, uh, the League Cup and the National.
1: Yeah, but it's definitely a few sides from the MCC are taking part in that, so we'll follow their progress as the season goes on and see how far they can get. Absolutely, absolutely. Well,
0: fingers crossed it doesn't rain too much, guys. Fingers crossed we get a bit more cricket in, and as ever, we'll be uh, we'll be here to talk about it. Thanks for your time, folks. See you in a bit. Thank you, okay, thanks for
2: having me, guys. Thanks very much. Cheers, Appreciate you, it. Time. Bye.